0: Good evening, tonight I have some dark forest tales of camping for you all told in the dark forest night, so without further ado, number one. I was in my tent and it was the middle of the night, perhaps 1am, and I had woken up to go pee just like normal. I was about to unzip the tent when I heard a small, scratching sound, so I paused. It was a slow, deliberate, crunchy digging sound. It was too rhythmic for an animal, so after making sure it wasn't my dad who was sharing the tent, I unzipped a corner of the door and peeked out. The moon was just bright enough for me to see a young woman squatting right next to our little two-man tent, digging at the ground with her bare hands. My dad went and shined a flashlight on her and told her to go back to wherever she had made camp. The woman got up silently, leaving a four-inch-deep hole. ...next to the tent. And she started walking away. So I went outside... ...went for a pee... ...and got back into my sleeping bag. A few minutes later... ...I was awoken again... ...by a clattering sound of a person... ...or an animal walking around... ...where we had put out our stuff. I looked outside again... ...and the woman was crouched low, walking around our stuff and looking at things the way a monkey might. My father stepped out of the tent, shined the flashlight on her again, and she faced him. He asked her to kindly leave our stuff alone, but she just stood there, dirty and neglected looking, but clearly not malnourished staring at his light, he gave up and went back into her tent, soon we heard her digging again at her little hole, which was literally 6 inches and 2 pieces of thin nylon away from my head, I shouted for her to go away and she ran away in an animalistic kind of way and never returned, I fell back asleep and in the morning Our stuff was scattered, but nothing was stolen. Number two. We are doing a group trip in the woods, literally 40 minutes from any town. We asked our group leader if we could go back to our cabin as night rolls around. He says sure, and we begin to walk. We have to walk through a path that's ten minutes long and in the middle of thick forest. When we were halfway to our cabin, I got an uneasy feeling. I turned around and literally ten feet behind us was this random guy in a yellow poncho, following us. I told my friends, we all turned around, and none of us recognised him. The guy in the poncho just smiled at us for a second and then ran off the path into the woods. So, my friends and I sprinted to the cabin where the rest of the group was already there. We told the group leader there about it, so he calls other leaders, and they started looking around. They didn't find anything, but a new rule was put in place that required someone to be with a leader at all times when you're outside of your cabin. Number 3. I was backpacking in Beartooth Wilderness in the early 2000s with a couple of friends of mine. Three days into the hike, we had only seen one other couple. On the third night at about 4am, we were awoken in our tent to what sounded like screams in the forest. Big guttural screams. Obviously, we were freaked out at sitting in the tent not knowing what was out there. We started hearing what sounded like hail for about 15 minutes followed by heavy footsteps near our camp. My friend and I started yelling and making tons of noise and the commotion outside the tent slowly came to a halt. In the morning, after not sleeping at all, We unzipped the tent to the creepiest scene. All around the tent were literally thousands of little pebbles that were not there the evening before. Surrounding the tent in a near-perfect circle were 20 or so 150 to 300 pound boulders. My friend and I noped out of there, making a three-day hike into one practically running the entire way to the car. Number 4 When I was about 18, me and some friends took a road trip about 7 hours or so down to the National Forest near Tallahassee. We were going to do a little car camping, drink a few ice cold natty lights, you know, 18 year old stuff. As such, we didn't want to be bothered by any park rangers, so we drove way deep into the woods. Got there, set up camp, had said natty lights, and me and a guy decided to do a little exploring. So we walked around for about 100 yards from our site back to the main road, saw another path directly across from us, and started walking. Immediately, we started seeing things that someone had lived there for a while. Big bags of trash, you know, stuff like that. Should have been a huge red flag to turn around, but you know, 18, nothing could hurt us. So we get to the campsite of an older white guy living out of his van. Clothes lines strung up, coolers placed around it, and a big gorgeous dog. I think maybe a golden retriever. We try to back out but he sees us and starts talking. He's friendly enough, asks us where we're from, tells us about some cool spots to check out in the park. We ended up chatting for ten minutes and going on our way. I kept thinking to myself how odd it was that he gave directions and steps, not yards or miles. Guy always seemed to be off balance Not stumbling drunk But like he was walking on a balance beam Swaying side to side Oh, and he was super excited To talk about national parks and forests Where we were from Okay Camping part over We went back to our tents Fast forward two months Same buddy calls me late at night and tells me to turn on the TV to the news. I oblige. I see an old dude with a van. You see where this is headed, but I didn't. So I got pissed at my friend for waking me up. No, watch, he said. And then I see the golden retriever and it all clicks. What the fuck? That man's name was Gary Michael Hilton, convicted of at least four murders. He kidnapped and murdered a girl in blood. He kidnapped and murdered a girl, another older couple, and a girl in the campsite not long after we left. Yes, the very same place he had been talking about to us. Obviously, we called the cops. They put us in touch with the FBI. F is for Florida and we get flown down to take investigators to the campsite point out every spot we saw anything tell them exactly what he told us and show them the places he described to us I didn't find out until after the trial but uh, apparently they found what appeared to be particularly destroyed human finger bones in an area near the site had to fly down again My rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. At a scout camp in Wisconsin some years ago, I woke up to find half my troop gone, lots of people shouting, some of the tents strewn about and the whole place in a general mess. Turns out I had slipped through a bear attack. The bear pulled a 14-year-old through the side of his tent and was trying to drag him off. Those who woke up threw rocks and sticks at the bear. The kid's dad beat the bear with a big log and eventually the bear let go and ran off. The kid had some crazy scars on his head and sides and the bear was tracked down by the Department of Natural Resources and killed. However, it turns out it was sick. Number six. In the pitch dark, with all our tent windows and canvases closed, I was awoken at one a.m. by someone whistling outside of our tent. The tune of "Oh, when the saints come marching in." After a few minutes of this repetitive whistling, I nudged my girlfriend, who awoke and was obviously freaked out as well. The whistling then turned to chanting things like When you sleep here, you disrespect me when you disrespect me, you disrespect the US Marines. The person would then start spelling out words like FLEE The tone kept getting more aggressive so we decided we had to make a move. I slowly unzipped the tent while our guard dog was snoring and got my head out of the tent. I took a few seconds to let my eyes adjust and figure out where the person was. I felt more confident once I could somewhat see and hear and the girlfriend passed me the dog and she climbed down too. We flipped the tent up without securing it and we jumped into a truck where the person was still whistling. We went to stay in a motel in Crescent City. However, the next morning... We drove back to get a few belongings that weren't in the truck and the family who had been camping a few sites over said it went on for another two to three hours and it was the scariest thing their family had ever experienced. Number 7 When I was a kid, about twelve or so, my dad would always wake me up in the middle of the night to go hunting. I fucking hate hunting. A few weeks prior to this night, I saw an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? about the Jersey Devil. I was on edge because I knew my dad would make me go hunting and we sometimes hunt in Jersey. Sure as shit, he wakes me up one morning at like 3am and we are off to the woods in Jersey and pitch black so that he could be there and all set up before the deer come out. I'm up in the stand, starting to calm down when I see a little figure on the ground. It's human, with a face I can barely make out since it's a bit far in the distance. But I know it's human, and it's like two to three feet tall. I'm losing my shit, but I don't want to say anything because I know my dad will just tell me to suck it up. I stare at this fucker for at least four hours until we get down from the stand and walk towards it to leave. It's a fucking lawn gnome. Miles and miles into the deep woods. There's no roads for a long while and certainly no houses. How the fuck did a gnome get there? The stand we were in wasn't even permanent stand. It was one we put up when we got there. Number eight. On a road trip with a friend, and we hiked into a trail in Colorado one evening to camp, so we wouldn't have to pay for a campsite. Found a little clearing by a stream. My friend set up a tent while I decided to sleep under the stars. Right as we were getting ready to go to sleep, another woman showed up and pitched her tent in the clearing as well. I hadn't been feeling well that day, plus we had the hike in with all our stuff, so when I slept, I slept hard. I woke up to a ranger shaking me and asking if I saw where the bear went. Bear? What bear? Then I look up and see the woman's tent just shredded. Turns out she had left her food in her tent that night. We hung ours on a tree and a curious bear came by at like four in the morning to have a snack. It ended up raking its claws across her forehead as well. She decided to get the fuck out. Though, why she didn't bother waking either me or my friend up to let us know about this very hungry bear nearby, I don't know. Anyway, pretty freaky thing to wake up to, right? Number nine. When I was younger, around 14 or 15 years old, my family used to camp at a state park. Every night my friend and I would walk through the woods. We called this the ritual. This particular night we decided to walk further into the woods than usual. We had flashlights. BB liked to try and navigate through the woods with them turned off. We were about half a mile from the nearest campsite when we heard soft whispering behind us. Obviously we hit the flashlights and spun around. Didn't see anything. So we kept walking and we hear it again. This time we stop and look around a bit before we decided to head back to our campsite. Then we see what's whispering. It's a lady, crawling on the ground, whispering just random words. She was wearing dark clothes and was covered in dirt. When she sees that we notice her, she stands up and declares that she is looking for a campsite. We ended up walking her back to the campground and tried helping her find her group. Turns out she was just super drunk or high and got lost trying to find a bathroom. Her friends didn't even notice she was missing, and if we didn't go that far into the woods, she would have been lost all night. It was pretty creepy. Number 10 I was camping in a valley by myself with no cell service. I stayed late on a trail and ran into a nice local dude as it was getting dark. He showed me a local camping spot close to the roads and the river. But camouflaged. I had a fire and drank beer and listened to my friend's comedy podcast. I was loud and visible. Because it was dark already, I decided to sleep in the back of my truck under my topper next to all my gear as opposed to setting up my tent. The next morning, I made a fire, cracked a beer and started making breakfast. Then I noticed that there is a man at the edge of my camp. He comes closer, but never looks directly at me. This dude looks homeless, has a long ratty beard and has at least a hundred plastic grocery bags tied all over his clothes. I comment about how nice a day is, but there's no response from him. I offer him breakfast. Nothing. He sort of paces around the perimeter of my camp. I offer him a beer, but he just turns around. The dude is just standing there, back to me wandering around. I'm realising that there isn't going to be any good happenings. I had my bear spray and buck knife super close. I gave him an ultimatum. Motherfucker, you're either going to acknowledge me or leave me immediately. He ignores me. So I grabbed the bear mace and walk a few steps towards him. He slulked away and I threw my shit in my truck and left that place right quick. I wondered if he had watched me during the night and I thank my laziness for staying in my truck instead of a tent. Thank you all for listening. Um tried something a little bit different there. Um if you did enjoy, um let me know in the comments. If not, equally do the same. Um, If you're new and you enjoyed, um, or you want to check out some other videos, feel free to subscribe. It's always appreciated. And as always, thanks for listening.